to Ameri Eurovision Cast, a podcast where a very American couple discusses the very European Eurovision Song Contest. Join us as we embrace the best, the worst, and the weirdest that the Eurovision Song Contest has to offer. We're the American couple. I'm Meg. And I'm Lucas. And this week we have just kind of a short episode uh, for, I guess, reflections on the Junior Eurovision Song Contest. Sure, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, because I figure we don't have to give you a play-by-play because the entire two and a half hours is on YouTube. If you want a play-by-play, you can probably do that yourself. Yes, which is fantastic because unlike grown-up Eurovision this year... It is not uh, proprietarily locked. Right. So you actually can watch the normal, regular broadcast, no commentators or anything. Right. Just straight up the show on YouTube, uh, which is how we watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were not able to watch it live. Right, because we had things going on when it would have been on live. Uh, but we got to watch it afterward. Right. We watched it that evening. And, well, what did you think? It was it was quite the experience. <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like a euphemism. No, no, no. Well, this was quite the experience. <laughs> it's it a- was interesting. <laughs> That's my brother's euphemism yeah. for something he doesn't like. It's interesting. <laughs> no, I don't say I didn't like it. I enjoyed the experience of watching it. Oh, yeah. I love Eurovision. And right. this was more Eurovision. This was like bonus Eurovision right. uh, in the winter. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um Although I, th- I think I mentioned at some point that pretty much all of Junior Eurovision seems like like practice Eurovision, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's like at like yeah twenty percent of the budget of Eurovision, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was definitely true. That was definitely true. I mean, you know, like in terms of like the kids' performances, they all did a good job. They did. Now you you saw a lot less spectacle. Than you see in you know, your vision yeah, proper. Yeah, absolutely. Um, only a couple people used the screens to right. any good effect. Right. Um, we did see hoverboarding. We did. That did happen. Yeah. We, we don't know for sure whether they shared them. No. My guess is that they just had sort of like the hoverboard locker. Maybe. And you just grabbed them when you wanted them for your show. That might be. <laughs> but we yeah. can't confirm that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm thinking through like some of the things that we've talked about before on our show uh, that may be worth bringing up. Like, I know one thing we mentioned was that there would be seven locations yeah. around Malta. That was basically irrelevant for the most part. Yeah. Um, we saw two that were actually meaningful. Well, I think what the rest of them had. So, they would do chunks of performers. Right. They'd be like, we're going to do four. Mm-hmm. And then the commentators or the announcers, which we'll we'll get back to them. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. They would introduce the first in that set, and then they would go to, like, a group of kids at one of the other locations. Right. And they would introduce the next, and then a group of kids at another location would introduce the next, right. and so on. That's right. really, really the only place that it mattered. Yeah. So when they said it's going to be seven locations around Malta, it means we have a handful of kids at each of six other locations. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. The main stuff was basically in like two auditoriums. Right. Yeah. Um, that, that was basically it. Yeah. Kind of small auditoriums. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, we didn't, we weren't able to see the entire auditorium. Not all of it, but it kind of... Oh, well, okay. The one we probably did see all of it. It kind of looked like a high school gym notorium. Maybe. Maybe. A little well, bit. Well, I mean, it is Malta. It's not a large <laughs> country to start with, right? That's true. Right? So maybe it was the biggest they had. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it did, but it didn't really so. matter is what is the point. Right. Like, it didn't really matter. Right. 
Um, and now I was I was kind of confused too, because I was confused about the time of day, right? Cause, right. Because yeah. it was supposed to be shown like afternoon, right? Well, our time. Right. It was like three our time. Also, I thought it was supposed to be noon our time. Which no. Would, which would be like four or five o'clock their time. No, it was like three our time. Oh, okay. So then, because I was confused because some of the kids, when they were outside um, announcing, you know, all so-and-so singing from Armenia or whatever, uh, it was like night behind them. Yeah. Well, it probably... Well, I guess it's also getting dark earlier because they are in the Northern Hemisphere. Right. With the rest I mean, it's like dark at like hemisphere. five here, yeah. so... That's true. That's true. Okay, I, I was just a little bit confused by that. <laughs> I guess I'm not as confused now. I'm just disappointed in myself for getting the time wrong. It's okay. There were other things to be confused about. I guess. Like those dancers? I was very confused about the dancers. Yeah. So every time the announcers, who I promise we'll get to, every time they were talking, right? Um, in the background, there was this group of, like, what, eight Oh, I think it was more than that. Maybe ten. Yeah, it might have been a dozen. Random, and I mean random. Yeah. Dance, pop dancers? Mm-hmm. And they would just be doing, like, silent, because there wasn't music playing. No, not They at weren't that point. dancing to music. They would just be doing, like, silent, interpretive hip-hop. Yeah. Sort of. And it's the kind of dance they would be doing if they were on the stage for Eurovision during a song. Right, but they were But there was no song. It was silent. Yes. I mean, the, like, the people were talking, but there was no music. Right. Um, <laughs> and they were just at, at, like, an awkward distance. It was really weird. So they weren't, like, right behind the announcers, but right. they also weren't, like, on a main stage. Right. They were just, an awkward distance is really the best way I can describe yep. it. <laughs> just, yeah. Just far enough that you're, like... Mm-hmm. Are we supposed to be watching? Like, yeah. are we supposed to see them? But they were in every shot. Right. Of, so, yes, we were clearly supposed to be yeah. seeing them. Yeah. Um, now, now, okay, to make this a little bit clearer, uh, the way... Okay, I think we saw mostly two locations. The one location was where the performances were happening. Mm, yeah. Right. The other location was where the presenters were talking from most of the time. I don't know that this was, like, you know, another room in that building or something, because they do go back and forth, mm-hmm. and I, I assume that they're not hopping in a car and driving across Malta every time... <laughs> Well, switching Malta's location. Not that big. Well, I guess that's true. Uh, but anyway, right, so the way that this room was set up, it was like they had, uh, you know, kids sitting, and I, th- I think it was mostly kids in that room. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were sitting all facing one end, which was away from the camera. Yes. Uh, I assume that maybe there's a screen on that end that they could watch the performances on or something, right? But in between these two sections on the sides, there was this raised platform. Right, like a catwalk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was it was very much like, like a broader was, catwalk. Yeah, yeah, like there was a broad catwalk uh, there in the middle, and that was what the presenters would stand on, right near the end, close to the camera, mm-hmm. and then the dancers were like between a, a little yeah. bit behind them, but definitely between them and wherever the screen would be. It was real weird. It was very odd, and yeah, there was a guy with a man bun. I think we figured out there's more than one, but there was one that I saw. I think, I mean, I'm sure there was more than one, but there was one, like, prominent man bun. Right. Who had to have been, like, the nephew of the producer or something. I don't know. Because he was all over Junior Eurovision. Like, he was in the promos for the countries. He was, like, front and center in the weird dancing. Like, Mm -hmm. that guy was everywhere. (laughs) Just everywhere. It's true. Uh, Yeah. So, the dancers were really weird. That was kind of strange. They were really odd. Yeah. Um... They were really odd. 
Yeah. That whole thing was, that was strange. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay. Well, we've, we've said we were going to talk about them before. Let's talk about the presenters. Oh my gosh. Ben and Valerie. Ben and Ben. Ben and Valerie. Valerie was not great, but Ben just had to get his act together. (laughs) (laughs) Ben just couldn't hack it. (laughs) No, no. So, okay. so You remember back proper Eurovision. Right. This is what we're coming from. Right. Mons and Pietra won Eurovision, despite the fact they weren't even in. They killed it. They were the best thing about a very good Eurovision. They were were amazing. So we're coming off of that. Right. Where the the announcers were better than any of the acts. I mean... Just fantastic. And then we get Ben and Valerie. Right. Who definitely ranked 18th out of the 17 countries. Yes. They lost Junior Eurovision. Oh, gosh. They had cue cards. Yes. But they didn't know how, like, in their hand. Right. They were holding, like, like the they, big, were, they were holding their notes. And But they didn't know how to read them surreptitiously mm-hmm. or, like, in the correct timing. Right. So they were always, like, reading the cards. Like, Ben would, or Valerie would be like... Are you excited, Ben? Ben looks down at the at the, at the like obviously looks down at the cue cards. We are so excited to keep this party going. That's an honest quote. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Let's keep this party going yeah. is something that they said right. often. Like, are you ready to get this party started? And then before another commercial break, let's keep this party continuing. <laughs> they actually used continuing. They once. did. Yeah, you're right. They did. Going. Yeah. yeah. Let's keep this party continuing. <laughs> Woo. Man, it was real awkward. And then there were times where where you could tell that, like, he skipped part of his cue right. card or something because he would say something and then have to backtrack and be like, oh, but but before we do but that, first, we need to do this other thing. Right. And then when it would come time yeah. to do that thing, he would say exactly yeah. the same words. Yeah. Yeah. He would just read it exactly the same. <laughs> oh, I kind of skipped ahead there. Let's let's go back and now. Okay, now it's time for that line, and here it is. It's, Just all of the oh charm gosh. and spontaneity and like mm-hmm. like charisma, right? And relationship between Pietro yeah. and Mons. Just none of that. No. None of any of that. No. Um, boy, they were bad. No, it was it was almost like they've just pulled two random people off right? the street of Mal- streets of Malta and said, "Hey, read these cards. Here's some cards." <laughs> they were just not good. No, oh, yeah. Try to pretend like you care about what's happening, and and they failed. They failed at that. That was probably the worst part. Oh, of yeah. Junior no, like like which, the kids, which is good. To, I mean, yeah, like, like like the kids that were actually there competing were pretty good. They were pretty good. Yeah, we didn't yeah. have any clunkers. No. Um. Although we did, we did note that. So there are no semifinals mm-hmm. because there are only seventeen contestants. So you right. don't need semifinals. Right. Um, so the difference between Junior Eurovision and Eurovision without semifinals is that by the time you get to the finals in Eurovision proper, mm-hmm. like all the sort of middle of the road ones right. have gotten weeded out just yes. because there are so many competitors and you right. have to make it through so many rounds. So really, the really like dazzling ones are the ones that make it. Right. Like, unless you're one of the big five. Right. Yeah. So, um, so the finals are the dazzling ones. And the, and plus the, the, and the big, big five. five. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you don't have that process in junior mm-hmm. revision. So there were this, there was this big chunk in the middle of just stand and sings. Right. But not like, I mean, they were fine. They right. weren't bad. They yeah, weren't like, bad at you all. Know, you watched them and it was just kind of boring. Yeah. That's yeah. just kind of boring like, stand and sings. You know, the, the talent was fine. Yeah. The kids the songs well. were fine, but. 
I got distracted easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just kind of like, eh, all right. Right. So when when a spectacle one did show up, like hover dancing or mm-hmm. uh, hover hover dancing, hover boarding. Well, I mean, right. Hover hoverboard dancing. Right. Portmanteau yeah. that. Yeah, we can call it hover dancing. Sure. Uh, or fine. like um like a really good dance routine. Right. Which we had a couple of. Or a dance routine at all. Or a dance routine at all. Those would stand or like out. The one weird staging that we saw, because I think there was only one. What was that one? The Umbrella and the Mine. Oh, that's right. That was really interesting. Who was that? I want to say it was Ukraine. I want to say it was Ukraine, too. Um, And I think that was the only really weird... Yeah, she had a giant umbrella on stage. Mm -hmm. Yep. And a mime. Two mimes. Yes. Two mimes. Two mimes. Um, So that was super awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I got excited. That was interesting. Yeah. But yeah, everything was just... Everything was good. It's just there were more sort of middle of the road in between the really good ones. Yeah. Yeah. the, I know you're really curious about how I handled the cuteness mm-hmm. quotients. Good news. Once the competition started, they got less cute. And I don't mean mm-hmm. uglier or anything like that, but it's just something. <laughs> Suddenly the kids all just turned hideous. It was, it was awful. <laughs> no, it was, it was just something about like, okay, this is Eurovision. Right. So like now we, now we're in Eurovision mode and yes. I'm not. I don't have to squee over how cute they are because they're performing now. Like, I don't know what it was. You know, that's true. That's true. Like, a lot of the, oh, these are kids doing a little kid Eurovision. I didn't feel that way. No, no, not at all. Not until the very end. Right. um, Which we'll talk about That was super cute, Super cute. But but for most of it, honestly, from the beginning of it, it was Mm -hmm. like, all right, this is just a Eurovision. And this is just, you know, they're just performers in a Eurovision. Yep. uh, Which was... Which was nice. I was glad I wasn't mm-hmm. like constantly distracted by just how super adorable they were. Yeah. Because they are. Yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And now, and I do want to talk about uh, another one of the differences between, say, proper Eurovision and junior Eurovision. Okay. Right. So when they went to do the voting. Yeah, right? boy, the voting is all weird. Right. Okay. The, the voting was, uh, it was kind of interesting. So uh, what they did, very much like an adult Eurovision, they decided they're going to do it the new, more exciting way. Right. Uh, but instead of doing televoting, they have the adult juries and the kids' juries. Right. So they did the adult juries very much like they did the juries in proper Eurovision, where, you know, okay, we'll put most of them up there on the screen, and then who got our 12 points, so-and-so did. Right. Yeah. Now, now, I'm used to Eurovision proper, where, you know, oh, we're going to be calling up Bulgaria, and from Bulgaria, they will tell us right. like, who got the 12 points. Right. So, I think in my mind, that was what was happening. Oh, no, right? that's not what was happening. It was not what was happening. We figured out <laughs> yeah. about halfway. You figured out before I did. Yeah. You know that room <laughs> where they had kind of the all the kids in there, and they were divided into two sections, and there was the catwalk Yeah, and stage. it had like an orange-red background. Yeah. Like, the walls were, like, orangey red. Yeah, all the people announcing were in that room. They were. They were. That's how yeah. I figured it out, because they would they would be like, Bulgaria, and they would flip to a kid say, here, right. and say, here are Bulgaria's votes, but the background was always the same. Right. So it only took a couple of them for me to realize, like, wait a minute, they're not actually, like, calling Bulgaria. All the kids are right in this room. <laughs> Which made you wonder why there was this pause. Yeah, <laughs> Because it's very much like, oh, we have to get our connection with Bulgaria. But they didn't. They just needed to turn the camera to where the kid was standing. There was far less talking over them, though. Oh, that's true. Like, far less, like, Bulgaria, hello, Eurovision! Like, far less of that. Yeah. And I have to say, one thing that Junior Eurovision did 
way better than Eurovision proper, mm-hmm. those kids did not chatter when they were giving their votes. That's right. There was like one kid that was like, thank you for having us. It was a great job, blah, blah, blah. But everyone else was like, all right, Bulgaria voted. Here you go. Thank right. you. And Here that was 12 it. points, yeah. That was, come on, grown up Eurovision. Yep. The kids had to beat in that one. Yep. Because <laughs> yep. that was they really did. nice. They did. They did. So, so they announced. No one tried to sing. Nope. None of the kids tried to sing. Nope. Yeah. Nope, they just want Which to is good points. because I don't know that Ben and Valerie would have known what to do with that. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Although one thing I felt bad for them because apparently Malta did not use the anti-booing technology. No, they didn't. Because man, the kids in that room yeah. were definitely booing. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those twelve points got yeah, given out. Yeah, they absolutely were. Yeah. There was they they need to up the budget just so that they can get the anti-booing technology. They really <laughs> pretty do. Bad. Oh my! It's a meme, right? Yes, yeah, seriously. And actually, if you look, I was looking at YouTube. I'm um, just kind of refresh my memory before we recorded this, and and some of the comments were like, "Oh, they need to stop booing them. These are kids." But then I thought, "But it's the kids that the are kids booing. booing. Right? Yeah, like it's, it's not. not like- it's not like the adults in the main auditorium that are booing these kids. Right. It's the kids booing each other." <laughs> Right. Uh, now, in that case, I, I think, <laughs> see, usually when there's the booing in proper Eurovision, right. it's because Russia's getting points and right. Russia's a big world bully. Right. But in this, I think it's just because the points weren't going to Malta and most of right. the kids in that room were Maltese. Probably. That's that's my guess. It's yeah. like, you know, like when your rival scores a point right. and it's a home game. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it was that kind of right. thing. And, well, actually, as I think about it, because a lot of the 12 points in that round went to Georgia. Yeah. Right? Georgia, I don't think, did as well in the kids' votes. No, I don't So what you have here are kids announcing the adult jury's votes from their country, and the other kids in the room not agreeing. Yeah. Right? So, and besides the fact that Georgia is also not Malta, that that is a significant problem. Yeah. Because it is true. I think when Malta got some points, there was definitely a lot lot more cheering. Yeah. 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 I I think that's what it is. I think that's probably true. So we also have to talk about... The experts. Yes, which was weird. Which was weird and right. didn't matter at all. Well, yes, it did. Well. Because they got their own points. But not Which was super okay. weird. Anyway, go ahead right. and explain right. what the experts were. And this I, is, this is that, not happened in proper Eurovision. Right, that makes Jedward a country. That's true. Right. How weird. Right. Anyway, right, so uh, another difference between... Eurovision proper and the kids Eurovision or junior Eurovision uh, is that they had these experts that they talked to before and after. And yeah, they were apparently significant people in some way or another involved with the music industry. Uh, the one that we recognized was Jedward. The two that we recognized. <laughs> I'm going to stick with one. Uh, uh, the, the-, the other two were... Right. Just guys. Right. Just guys. I'm guessing there were music industry yeah, people probably. or Eurovision song contest people that we just don't know. Yeah. It was not Jan Olesand. It was uh, not. Jan Olesand was not there. Right. Right. Which was kind of, yeah. I don't know, disturbing to me. I well, love Jan Olesand. I love he's Jan Olesand too, but there was another guy that's like the head of Junior Eurovision that they cut to. Right. To do the Jan Olesand right. job. To do his job, yeah. Um, yeah, the so, votes have been counted and right, verified. Exactly. Actually, that's pretty much. That's as pretty long. much it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's you know he can take a night off, right? Anyway, so so they were talking to these experts, and they really didn't say a whole lot. It's just oh, I'm very happy to be here. All the kids were very talented, so this was hard. But they also got to distribute votes just uh, votes just as if they were a country. They did. They did. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. 
So like you have there just the, these three individuals. Okay, one was Jedward, but they counted as one set of votes, right? So yeah, in case you don't know Jedward, you should first well, of all. How can you not know Jedward? Jedward twins. They, they were guests on this show. They were guests on this show. Well, no. But oh, but when we talked about Ireland, we, we've we talked, talked about, about them. Yeah, twins from Ireland represented Ireland right. in proper Eurovision twice. Twice, yeah. Twice we liked in their a row. songs. They did not do well. They were yeah. all, they were like X Factor stars. Right. Super annoying in real life. I mean, like in real life, being not when they're singing. Right. I mean, like we've not actually hung out with them no. in an Irish pub or anything. No. I'm, they might actually, they might be very nice people, but totally irritating on TV. That's true. Yeah, their TV personas might just be awful. Right. That might be. Um, well, anyway, we were we were blessed with Junior Eurovision because mm-hmm. we got to see a Jedward performance, right, of a new song. Yes, that was awful. Yes, <laughs> um, not very good. It was not a good song. I don't remember <laughs> what it was about. Nope, nope. No, I'm, I was used to like Jedward's Eurovision entries. Very catchy. Very good. Yeah, right? we like them a lot. Easy to pay attention mm-hmm. to. Fun to watch. This was this was not that. It was. Kind of boring. I actually had that problem with their performance mm-hmm. and also Destiny's performance. Right. So Destiny Chuganiera, right? Uh, who won last year? Mm-hmm. And uh, not my soul is what she went right. with. Fantastic song, amazing, upbeat, super fun, whatever. So she got to do like her newest single, right? And it's some weird rap ish ish pop hybrid. It's like the style that's in now. It's right. a thing that's it's in. It's kind of hip hop So I recognized the style, and she did a fine job with right. it. But our tastes run more to, like, not my soul kind of style. So it was sort right. of like, no, oh, this is... Right. I was hoping for something equally as fun. Right. And it was not. I'm not digging it. No. Uh, another performance we got, though, though she did not get to distribute votes, was Polly Genova. Polly Genova! Doing If Love Was a Crime. Right. Which, of course, we know here right, because right. that's what she did a few months ago. Yeah. And she did a great job. She did a great job. Uh, she got her hair is a little bit longer on one side. I was it really is. digging her haircut. You were. Um, she did not have her LEDs on. Which was sad. But she had like a dozen other ladies with her. Right. Doing this, which was fu- That was fun. Yeah. So, no, she did a good job. Yeah, yeah, she did. And now the reason she was there, I'm pretty sure, is that she had been a presenter before for Junior Eurovision uh, when it was in Bulgaria not too long ago. Right. Right, so so she has that junior Eurovision connection. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I did see some people commenting on YouTube wondering why they didn't get a Maltese singer. Because Malta has singers and sends them to Eurovision. That's true. And they would probably be in the country and available to do junior Eurovision. Probably. At least somebody would be. But they got Polly Genova. Which eh, is fine, because we okay. like Polly Genova. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to complain about that. Yeah. I don't, I don't even remember what Malta's song was this year. Was Malta Walk on Water? Because okay, I think walk, I think you do remember. Because if it was walk it, on you know. water, she was pregnant. Okay, so she might be She's busy, busy with a baby. Yeah, that's, like yeah, that's fair enough. That's like she was pregnant at Eurovision. Yeah. Um, Although I don't know, from our experience, that means she has plenty of time in the middle of the night to practice. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, just not any time or energy to go anywhere after that. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And I would not want to trust Ben and Valerie with the baby while no. performing. Ben would drop that thing, <laughs> Ben. I spent a lot of time near the end of your... I think I was getting... It was getting late, and I was yeah, getting a little punchy, and I just were. spent a lot of time berating Ben. You did. <laughs> Mostly because you couldn't remember Valerie's name. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I only remembered Ben's name, and so yeah. he was the one I picked on, but yeah, he was still not great. Yeah. Um, 
So, so should we talk about the results? Well, oh, performances? Well, let's, let's finish up talking about voting then. Okay, oh, so yes, we have sorry, each of the yes. experts get to pretend that they're their own country and distribute their votes. I got distracted by performances. Oh, that, that's fine. Sorry. Uh, so they get to distribute their own votes, uh, and then they do very much like they did with the televoting in uh, the Eurovision Classic. Uh, they just kind of compiled all of the kids' jury votes and then announced those from lowest to highest, and it was very clear that the kids didn't totally understand how this worked no right i mean despite them explaining it ben and valerie explained it like a million times oh my goodness yes just so how, how many, many times, times did that did valerie say oh and the kids get to vote and their votes count just as much as the grown-ups a lot. she said it a lot just as much as the grown-ups just as much as the grown-ups. <laughs> oh, every time they talked about voting, we found the out the, ki- the, the kids the their votes counted just as much as the grown-ups anyway yeah. Okay. Right. So, what were we talking about? Oh, voting. Right. So, voting. So, whenever they would announce, they'd say, okay, and like who got the least points? Oh, it was so and so got 14 points, right, from the kids' juries. And all the kids would cheer because that would move whatever country that was up. Right. Because the other votes hadn't been hadn't added been, in right. yet. So, they, they announced, oh, Malta got. 64 points or something like that. And Malta moves way up. And all the Maltese kids in the crowd cheer. And I'm like, but but all the all these people in between them and the ones below them that have already gotten their points, they're going to move above them. It's, <laughs> it's like almost mathematically certain. So yeah, the kids do not understand that, I don't think. They they just got very excited to see the board changing. Yeah, maybe. I think I don't know. I think that's probably it. They've been stuck in that auditorium for a long time. Th- that is and they true. all they had to watch for some periods of time were those weird dancers. So right. probably anything was better than that. that that's probably true. That is or anything. That is probably true. <laughs> So anyway, so we ended up with the final results, and Georgia won. Georgia won. Yes. Georgia. Yep. Uh, Nzeo. Right. It's uh, Miriam Amadashvili. Right. Nice. Uh, Almost. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was the one you might remember in our mm-hmm. preview videos. Right. She was auditioning for Annie. Right. Um, and this is basically tomorrow. And yeah, and this is basically tomorrow. Right. And, she, and the adulteries loved it. Oh, she won by a lot. She got lots and lots With of twelve points from them. Yeah, yeah, lots of points. Um, less so from the kids, right. but she still got. I mean, right. enough obviously to keep the lead. Right. Um, yeah. But she was so so far ahead from, from the, the adulteries. Yeah. That yeah. It yeah. was It was going to be really really hard to catch her. Yeah. 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 Um, which was interesting because I was, that's not what I was anticipating Mm -hmm. at all. Right. Not at all. Uh, I'm, she was, she's good. I mean, she is, she's good. She's got a good voice. Oh yeah. She has a very good voice. And it is a very hummable song. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just this kind of a surprise. Right. So I, we mentioned at the end how the sort of adorableness got ratcheted up again. Right. So just like in proper Eurovision, Mm -hmm. uh, the winner gets to come back on stage and sing their song again. Right. So she comes up. And she's so flustered that she, like, forgets the words. Yeah, like, like she does, like, two lines and then and just, can't, can't, just can't keep going. She can't even. Yeah. And so... She's just too overcome with emotion. Like, all yeah. of the little girls from the other competitors, like, surround. They go, oh! And they all, like, surround her. And then some yeah. of them start singing it with her. And they're like, right. you can do it! You can do it! You yeah. can sing! And it was just... And then she finally did. She ended up right. finishing the song. Yeah. But it was just... They were so adorable. <laughs> That was pretty cute. That yeah. was the cutest part. Mm-hmm. Like, because everyone on stage was just like, oh, Miriam, oh, no, you can do it. Oh, yeah. like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the mics were picking it all up so we could hear all the girls, right. like, you know. Yeah. 
And that was like, as a viewer, that was a great thing to see because you don't really know in Eurovision, like how much do these people talk to each right. other, right? How right. much are they just kind of, you know, practicing their thing? Like, but here you got to see a glimpse of like these kids have been spending a few days together. Right. It feels like like yeah. in, in proper Eurovision. So this last year, probably the closest we got to mm-hmm. that is, um, Dower Bob, who mm-hmm. I love would do like bar karaoke. Okay. And so there are some videos out there on YouTube of like him singing like Beatles songs with other competitors. Oh, okay. And there's this one where he does, I don't know if I showed it to you or not, no, where he didn't. does Hey Jude with like, like 10 of them. Like he just calls up. He's doing it with like, that's great. Like the germ, the weird German guy. Okay. And like some other people. And then they get to the chorus at the end and he's just like, Lithuania, come up here, Germany, come up. Like, and he just calls and it was really cool. That's fun. Like that was really cool. Yeah. But, but that's just, I mean, that's like, you know, maybe they did it one night. I don't know if he did it right. a lot of nights, one night, whatever. And we don't get any of that. Right. With junior Eurovision because you don't have the semis. You don't have like the, the huge buildup. Right. So yeah, it was really nice. It was like, like, oh, they do, they do like each other. Right. They're not just like right. <laughs> these kids, like, you know, fighting against each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. was cute. Yeah, yeah, that was really cute. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so, like, overall, then, we had Georgia won. Yes. Right? Uh, Armenia got second. Mm-hmm. Italy came in third. Italy came in third, y'all. Yeah. That's that, the... Now, remember, Italy, she was the one where in her video... Her mother was not approving of her being in Eurovision. No. It seems no. That is the one where she in she is in the in the booth, right. and her mom is just staring disapprovingly at her the whole three minutes. Yeah, and that is the entire song. She's like singing about how much she loves her mom, and her mom is just like not good enough. Um, which in in performance it right. was better because the mom's not there. Yeah, her mom was not there, <laughs> looking disapproving as far as we could tell. So it worked better, right? But I'm still surprised she was that high. I really, yeah. I mean, she's a good singer, but that, right. that was just a weird song to get yeah. that high. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Russia came in fourth. Russia, right. um, really liked their performance. Mm-hmm. Russia has been one of our favorites. Yeah. Uh, it they, was our favorite. It was our favorite. Yeah. It was, it was our number 10, our number one pick. And they had really cool outfits on mm-hmm. and like tinfoil and chicken wire hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actual chicken wire. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they did like a cool little sinuous synchronized. Mm-hmm. It was, I don't, it was, right. it was good. Right. Weren't they the ones that like tried to do the interaction with the screens? They did. Right. And I think the camera angle didn't quite catch it right. Yeah. Right? Because if you remember when Mons did it, like he stayed real close to the screen, yes. yeah. which meant then the angle wouldn't, wouldn't be able to change very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for them, the screen was like way in the yeah, back they of the were stage. Out. And it would have been kind of dumb for them to stand right. all the way in the back of the stage and try that. Uh, so that meant angle mattered a lot with whether yeah. things looked right. And yeah, the camera angle quite. wasn't quite right. They, were, they didn't do it a lot. So it wasn't right. distracting. And it could, I mean, the motions were such that it could just be motions in the song. Right. Like you wouldn't necessarily notice that they were trying right. to interact with the background. Right. Except that the camera angle was almost right. Almost right. right. Yeah. 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 But anyway, I, I appreciated that. And, yeah. And they did reasonably well. They fourth. did. Fourth. Yeah. Uh, Australia coming in fifth. Mm-hmm. Right. Followed by Malta. Yay, Malta. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then Belarus. Belarus. Which I was that surprised. Was a surprise. I was surprised by that. Yeah. Uh, one of the boys. Right. One right. of the few boys. Yep. Uh, was it Hoverboard Boy? Or, no, that was uh, yes. music. No. no, yeah, that was, yeah, that that was, was Hoverboard right. Boy. Yeah, because right. it was what I believe we we had originally called it "Music of My Victories," right. but they changed, they changed it. Yeah, what the translation was to like "Music of My Heart" or yeah. something like that was the way they translated it. Um, okay, 
Yeah. And they can translate how they want. But that that's a significant change. Right. But I I don't know Belarusian. So right. maybe it's not. Uh, then Netherlands. Kisses and Dancing. Kisses and Dancing, which was our second yes. choice pick. Yes, it was. And they came in eighth, which yeah. uh, that's okay. Uh, followed by Bulgaria. And finally, Ireland. Yeah. Now... Because you probably have not, you know, just went back to listen to our previous episode, let's remind you of our top ten. Russia, Netherlands, Malta, Australia, Albania, Serbia, Ukraine, Ireland, Israel, and Armenia. You might notice that this does not overlap the official ranking. Not very much. No. 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 Now, six from our top ten are also in the actual top ten. Which, that's not bad. That's not bad. Out of 17. Right. But, say, Serbia, for example. Yep. Uh, we put them at sixth. Yeah, they didn't make it. Their, their actual place was 17th. I was going to say, weren't they last? Yeah, 17th out yeah. of 17, yes. Yeah. So, uh, because you know me, I, I couldn't resist. I decided to try and you know, see what, what kind of correlation was there, right, statistically, between our list and... The actual list, right? Now, the way this correlation would work, uh, if if we were right on, right, so our number one was the actual number one, number two is the number, actual number two, mm-hmm. it w- we would have gotten a score of one, right? Right. If we were exactly wrong, we would have gotten a score of negative one. Right. Right. Uh, if there's no connection whatsoever, the score would be zero. Uh, our score ended up being negative 0.11. <laughs> so we may as well next year pull out our darts <laughs> just started throwing darts at the list say who's our number one there we go that's a that's about how good we that's were really bad if anything us liking you hurt you slightly that's really bad actually sorry yeah. russia and netherlands yeah. no no I, I had to kind of you know improvise for you know the ones that made it into the top 10 that weren't on our list oh, right. i just i just said okay let's just say we ranked them all at 11th yeah it's the way to fill in that gap uh but yeah it was not good (laughs) well let's give ourselves a break here this was our first year with junior we had no idea what to expect um at all we've never watched one before we've never watched the voting before this is true we knew that destiny won but we didn't know what her competition was at all right so maybe we'll do better next year well and another thing where i think we should give ourselves a break is that we weren't trying to predict the top 10 no. We were no, just we giving weren't. our personal yeah. top ten. So if we got to be those experts sitting there, that's how our votes would have gone. Right. I mean, if I recall correctly, I think Jedward actually agreed with us on Russia being I think so. the one that would get twelve points. Yeah. Which I don't know how I feel about I that. Know, right? That's not um, encouraging. <laughs> right. Right. But I mean, hey, at least there's some expert that agrees with us. In as much as you can call Jedward an expert, yes. Well, I mean, you know. They, They're more expert than us. Yeah, they, they at least competed. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, so just to say, right, if you listen to this show and you're thinking about placing bets on who's going to win Eurovision or Junior Eurovision, you might not want to account for what we say at all. At all. It, it's probably, it's <laughs> no. not a good predictor. It's not a good predictor. Uh, but anyway, it's still yeah. fun to do. It's still fun to do. Yeah. Uh, did you want to talk a little bit about the song that won? Because yeah. I, I, no- I noticed that you pulled up the, um, the, the lyrics. lyrics. I did. Well, because yeah. you have to do a quote at the end. Oh. And so I thought it made sense for you to do oh. a quote from Miriam because she won. 
Okay. The, the problem, of course, is that I don't know Georgian. Well, luckily, I found one that has an English translation. Oh. Okay. I, I see that. So so what is the song mostly about? Museo um, doesn't mean anything to me. I think it means sun. Okay. okay. I think it means sun. Sure. Museo means sun. Mm-hmm. And the, like, judging from this random website that translated the Georgian into English. Sure. So for what that's worth, it looks like the sun is beautiful and mm-hmm. she loves the sun. Come and shine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, it looks like... I will sing, smile rises in the sky, rays of hope raises, I will sing a song full of happiness. Smile is mine, yours, ours. Okay. <laughs> I'm. It's basically tomorrow is what you're telling me. Yes. Okay. Well, no, no, the no. The sun will come out no, tomorrow. This is not tomorrow. This smile is, rises in the sky. This is today. Oh, I guess that's true. The sun will come up tomorrow, but this is, you are beautiful. Right. The sun is ours. Oh, okay. So this, the smile. This is the sequel. This is the sequel. This is the sequel to tomorrow. Yeah, so she's actually trying out for Annie too. Oh, that makes sense. Right. Um, So yeah, this is, (laughs) Museo is basically today. (laughs) That's what, that's what it is. (laughs) All right. There is nothing of substance in these lyrics. Um, But that does not mean anything. Right. Well, I mean, it's a happy song. It is a happy is it, song. Like when you it's look, a when you look song. at yeah, like when you look at the the words, it, it's very happy. Yeah, she was very happy. She was very happy. The song was very happy. Yeah, it very right. everything was very pleasant. Yeah, yeah, nothing right. to complain about. I mean, very inoffensive. Right. She was wearing white, just for those people who are oh, following the right. you know ways to win at your vision. Oh, for some reason, I thought she was in yellow. Okay. No, 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 no. She had this. Um, oh, yeah, you're yeah, definitely she, right. This, like, yeah. little girl. It's an Annie dress. Right. I don't know what. There's a cut. It's a specific cut where it's like an A-line, but it's really short okay. on little girls. So it goes above their knee. So okay. it's like. Okay. So like a Shirley Temple kind of dress. Sure. Or the little girl ballerinas in Wizard of Oz. Right. Right. So like that kind of dress. Mm-hmm. That's what she's, it's white. Okay. And I don't know what the name of that is. Well, it's got like, nope. she's got like interesting ruffles on the back. Right. Um, right. But yeah. It's kind of feathery. One thing I, I really, she's not doing it, but one mm-hmm. thing I thought was kind of fun was a lot of the girls had like pretty dresses and sneakers on, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of cute. Right. So we didn't, we didn't get like unfortunate shoe wear. Right. They, but they'd have like a fancy dress or like a bodysuit or like something really cool, but then like, like sneakers with it, like Converse with it. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that was kind of fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So in general, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt a lot less pressure about who was going to win. Sure. Like I was very uptight about yeah. the finals for proper Eurovision. Like mm-hmm. I could not sit down because I was so tense. Right. Uh, I think just because there was a lot of the political situation, like mm-hmm. there, was, there was just a lot in it. Right. And, well, that's true with Russia and Ukraine being. Right. Like. Kind of both in the running at that it point. It was yeah. very, it was very tense, but this was just really relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just fun. Right. It was fun to watch. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of what Dream Eurovision is supposed to be is, you know, a more, more of an emphasis on just the fun of it, right? Rather than having so much pressure involved. Right. right. Yeah. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. Yeah. So next year, uh, Georgia will be hosting. Mm hmm. Uh, so I'm excited to see if they can find people who are better than Ben and Valerie. Right, that'll be very exciting to see. That would be, I would think, easy. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, 
Like, if need be, I might be able to get the time off from work. Yeah, we could go. Yeah. We could go. That'd be fine. Yeah. That'd probably be okay. Georgia, call us. Right. <laughs> We're better than Ben and Valerie. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. There are a couple ways you can get in touch with us, which... Which was, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wait, wasn't last year's Georgian entry... Midnight? Logo TV also. <laughs> if you want different commentators for the American audience, we can probably be available. We can accommodate. We, we can make this happen. Last year's... Well, okay, we can't make this happen, but we're willing to make this happen if you want to make this happen. Last year's Eurovision proper Georgia entry was Midnight Gold. Oh, gosh. No, but even they would be better than Ben and Valerie. I'm not sure about that. No, I'm pretty sure they would. I, I'm not. They'd I'm at least not. be more interesting than Ben and Valerie. I'm not sure about that either. I No, I think, I think so. I think they could. All right. <laughs> well, anything else about uh, Junior Eurovision? No, I think that that does it for me. Okay. So, uh, that about wraps up the Eurovision season, the mm-hmm. Junior Eurovision season. So we'll probably go back on really random, mm-hmm. erratic update schedules. Well, we've been pretty erratic here recently, No, yeah, too. we really have. Um, because we've got a couple months until mm-hmm. the preview videos for proper start up again. Right. So uh, in the meantime, if there's something about Eurovision that you want us to talk about, if mm-hmm. there's a an aspect or a facet of it, something in the history or a country that you want us mm-hmm. to cover. We'll please. probably come in with another country feature yeah, here at least occasionally. One. But if there's one, yeah. like, specifically you want to hear about, mm-hmm. please let us know. Um, you can find uh, us at the Retrograde Orbit Radio website, because we are Eurovision Cast. Ameri Eurovision Cast is a member. That was awkward. Um so I'm just going to keep going. Ameri Eurovision Cast is a member of the Retrograde Orbit Radio family, and you can find us, the Super Sentai Brothers, Mount Olympus Podcast, and the Ration Project archives at RetrogradeOrbitRadio.com. Uh, you can be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher so that other people can hear my terrible stumbles. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter at Megan Lucas or on Facebook, where we are Ameri Eurovision Cast. Thanks for listening. I'm Meg. And I'm Lucas. And in the words of Miriam, Mamadash uh, Miriam. Yeah. In the words of Miriam, you are beautiful, son. Come and shine. Hey, baby, tell me, I tell me, I tell me.